Great to have your company on this first day of February, a Wednesday morning. And it's the Sydney Sixers scoop against the uh, Brisbane Heat at the SCG tomorrow. Of course, it's the Challenger all on the line for a spot in the Big Bash final against the Red Hot Perth Scorchers. And the Heat, I think, are on their way to the airport as we speak. And their assistant, uh, Darren Lehman, has joined us. G'day, Darren. Appreciate your time. Morning, guys. Morning, Scoop. How are you, boys? Oof, good, good. Couldn't be better. How are you with four outs <laughs> on the eve of? It's just dawned on him. Yeah, not, not bad. <laughs> just getting to Sydney Airport, getting to the airport to go to Sydney, and uh, away we go. Another it's... day, and we live to fight again. Yeah, so even though you knew it was coming, um, Buff, I'm sure not the sort of head count you want to do boarding the bus this morning to find a couple of handy types missing from the squad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a bit like that, isn't it? Like, no Clyde, you know, Renshaw, and no Labuschagne, and then Swept and missed the last game already for that spin camp. So, you know, we're 4 1 in the club, but four guys get the opportunity. And, and mm. you look at someone like Xavier Bartlett, who played last game for Swept, and he won man of the match. So, you know, that's a good sign. Uh, but we're always coming in to refine and, and make up a side. We'll just have to have a look, look at the wicket when we get down there. Um, but, you know, they lose Smith in the line, for example. <laughs> you know, Smith's a pretty big loss in anyone's team. So, it gets down to how you play on the day, as we know. So is this the essence of coaching, I suppose, for yourself and for Wade? You know, there's a negative overlay to it. How can there not be when you, you, you lose that quality, that quartet of players? But but making it a positive, but but making sure you're not going in with a almost at what could be a defeatist attitude about it? Oh, you're definitely not doing that. We've been playing without those guys for yeah. most of the year as well. You've got to remember that. They've been playing, you know, test matches. So... You know, for us, it's about just preparing to play Sydney Sixers with our side. And we've come, you know, we obviously beat them up here at the Gabba. Uh, we didn't have those guys playing. Mm. Uh, and then we had the washout at um, North Sydney Oval. So, you know, we, we'll match up pretty well against them. But again, you've got to play well on the night. Well, um, talking of 2020 cricket and, and just the normal in impact of, um, you know, a toss of the coin or, or a pitch, is it as impactful that sides are better chasing than batting first in 2020 cricket? Is that as a bigger deal as some people make it out to be, or because the short form it nullifies the impact a bit? It does nullify the impact a little bit, Scoob. But to be fair and perfectly honest, for the Renegade fans, the, the wicket was advantage to the Heat the other night actually bowling first. It was a little bit sticky, and then played pretty well after that. So. You know, that toss was quite important, but most of the time it's not. Um, and, and, you know, most of the time both sides get the same sort of conditions. It's only if it rains about where it really affects it. So, and it starts to skin on and you can't hold the ball. So, you know, you really, most of the time still, most sides are, are batting if the wicket's really good, Scoob, and, and conditions are not going to be dewy or wet. But if you see a slight, you know, change in the weather, it looks like it's going to rain or a chance to rain, every side will probably bowl first. Is there still the frustration around with some of these pitches that are are being prepared mate, that that you know you you do get you know it's sticky for eighteen overs or sixteen overs because you would hope with you know the wickets and the technology we have now in preparing them that you know surely for a forty over game twenty overs each we can have a wicket that's fair to both sides. <laughs> yeah, you'd think so, mate, wouldn't you? Uh, uh, it's it's been I understand there's some difficult circumstances when that happens, and to be fair, the curios. Pre-Christmas, the wickets weren't as good. But post-Christmas, they've been pretty good barring that Marvel game. I think it was the Renegade Strikers, wasn't it? Mm. Um, so outside of that, they've been you know pretty reasonable. The QA has done a good job. But you're exactly right. With the technology everything in place, you know, it should be 40 overs exactly the same and away you go. 
Speaking of Darren Lehman, uh, Bulf, I know the, the topic of conversation around the BBL has long been around the scheduling and the length of it and the availability of players. And Dean in Port Melbourne's text in, uh, again, just to say that comp is compromised in his mind for a variety of reasons. I mean, it's players coming and going and, and length has been an issue that will, will, will soon be addressed, of course. I mean, does it need consistency of lineup to really take it to the next level? Uh, yes, yes, you do want consistent line if you can shorten the tournament. That's going to happen. That'll happen sooner mm. than later. So that that solves that problem, doesn't it? And squeezing, condensing it. So you 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 know, I think we're you know basically be on the road since early December, roughly sixty days now, and we're still not at the final. So that's yeah. a long time. You know, that's you know that's with your prep work, etc. So I think they've got to get down to finish. Or I'd love to see a finals day on Australia Day, for example. Uh, you know, I can't. Uh, I don't know why we have who obviously have home finals etc. But a finals day, second place, third, and then the winner straight through MCG two finals on the one day would be pretty good, wouldn't it? A uh, hundred thousand people would get to that to watch that. I reckon on Australia Day. So you know, I think they've got to be proactive how they look at the the scheduling. Um, but having said that, you know, we're now what sixteen games in. Um, it, it is a long tournament, so. The players from overseas don't want to spend 60 days away, so we've got to condense it in those reasons as well. And I think if we do that and finish it early, those other tournaments don't come into the mix as much and we'd be able to get our overseas players to stay the whole time. Mm. Talking of those overseas players, it looked as if the, the challenge was being issued to the BBL probably two seasons ago in, in getting the name players here and holding them for the tournament. But I've seen a real resurgence this year. Am I, am I fair in saying that? Resurgence has now given the BBL and put them back on a platform where you know growth and popularity is is back to a uh, in, in a really good space. Yeah, you're exactly right, Scoop. Um, it, it's in a really good space. You've seen crowds come back. Everyone, the overseas didn't want to leave, but just their opportunity and, and the length of the tournament really, uh, and that other league where it was paying you know the same money for less time is just too good to refuse. So we actually got to uh, you know nip that in the bud and actually squeeze our tournament. Bring it forward a little bit, so you finish, you know, roughly around that tournament starting. The other tournament over in Dubai. If they do that, I think you'll find the overseas will just stay. They, they love Australia, they love coming here, and they were great. We had Billings and Munro who were fantastic for us, and you know, every other side in franchise had really good, high quality overseas. And, and you'll end up, you know, getting those coming for longer and staying for the whole time. And once you do that, then you actually, it's a fantastic, you know, competition, isn't it? So, Darren, obviously Xavier Bartlett made a lot of the return on Sunday night against the Renegades with the threefer, but have you settled on the replacements? For, there's been a lot of speculation, but have you settled on the other three replacements for this game? Yeah, we're pretty close. McSweeney will come back in, obviously. Uh, Nathan McSweeney, he played well throughout the tournament for us. Um, at, at those stages, he was a replacement player for Marnus, so he'll come back in. And then the other guys, it just depends on the makeup of the, the side when we look at the wicket, but you, know, you presume we're going to pick another couple of batters, so... You know, we've got a few in our squad that can play and back up in that scenario, so we'll wait and see. But you know, more responsibility on someone like Sam Hain, who's a young overseas player, he'll he'll go up the list, you would think now. So there'll be a change in roles for certain players, but that's a good thing. That's an exciting thing for the young players go out and play and get an opportunity to shine on the big stage. Now, Darren, I want you to go back in time with us for a moment to your playing days because Scoob and I were both struck by the vision of the Aussies uh, leaving from the airport yesterday and uh, the amount of baggage that was taken. Now, I reckon Steve Smith had about uh, 15 coffin bags. Uh, Marnus Labuschagne's taking 40 kilos of coffee beans and goodness knows what else. So back in your day, what was an acceptable amount to be taking? 
Well, as long as you're fit of a slab of West End drafting, you're fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. You know, if, I think we just took a, a you know a cricket bag with a couple of bats in and, and a suitcase. That was it. You know, you didn't have any room for anything else. Um, you know, these days they, they do take you know, bats and coffee machines, and you know, it's a different different way of life. But a lot of those guys also, lads, are going away for six months. They're going straight from there to the IPL, straight to England. Yeah, mm, so they're, yeah. they're away for a big time. So no wonder they're travelling heavy. You could lose the West End in the luggage, though, couldn't you, Scoo? No, no, no. You no, could no, lose no, that, no, couldn't you? Mate, sponsors product, always right. a must. <laughs> always an absolute must, the sponsors product. Well, you know all about India, where they, where they have just landed. You know mm. when they walked out of uh, the airport, they would have had that smell that uh, you only get on the subcontinent, which is quite special. So you know where you've landed. Plenty of challenges. Daunting. And has this side got the makeup to win the series against the Indians at home? Yeah, they have. They have. They've got the, the squad uh, set up where they can really pick and choose who they want on a particular wicket, particular occasion. You think they're going to spin pretty much from day one, Scoob. That's the, the the issue there. I, I understand they didn't want to play a tour game. I'm probably the other way, Scoob. I would rather get their conditions and get used to heat and the humidity and you know all that, the food, the hotels, everything about India and embrace the culture. And, and even if the wicket is green, I still want to have some sort of game. So... I don't know how they're going to do that now, but you know that's my only worry, not having a, a sort of tour game to, to play before the first test. We know they're going to throw a lot of spin at us with Ashwin and Jadeja. Um The make-up side will be interesting to see where we go there. I would think, you know, Hanscom and Renshaw, who play spin well, will come into selection depending on Green's, Green's finger. Mm. Um, and they have to start well because you know what it's like in India, Scoob. If you don't start well, it can really go down south quickly. So the challenge for them is to win the first one or at least draw the first one and then work your way in the series from there. Great to talk to you, Darren. Love your insights uh, internationally and also domestically. Really looking forward to the challenger tomorrow night at the SCG. Safe travels, and we wish you well against the Sixers. 7.15 local time it gets going. We can't wait for it. All the best with it. Thanks, lads. Cheers.